right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. This is one of your hosts, Mr. David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., promoter, uh, man about town, um, Mr. Good Guy, like Mr. Good Bar. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, um, anyway, I'm just hanging out with my partner, Mr. Leonard Young. What's going on, sir? Hey, Dave. Everything is good. This is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, all-around good guy. How's it going, Dave? How, how was your weekend? Uh, it was good, man. It was it was a good weekend. Um, Been getting all those uh, state dollars, I see, huh? Nah, well, no. Well, actually, this weekend, I didn't work. I had an event oh. that I went through this weekend. Um, and so I didn't, we didn't, well, I didn't work that this weekend. Um, I ended up going to the event, um, you know, well, I didn't work the hours I normally work. Let's put it this way. (laughs) I'll put it that way. And, uh, and then yesterday went to church. Um, my pastor, I don't think I, I don't know if I told you is in Ghana. Yep, you, you did tell me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, you know, he did a streaming uh, from Ghana yesterday. Um, so that was... Streaming uh, church uh, service? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. they, streamed okay. the, they streamed the service from Ghana so uh, I, yesterday. What What is that time difference? I wanted to... He had to get uh, up early, so stay it up was, late. It's a big... Yeah, we, we had to... Uh, yeah, it was... It's a big difference as far as time, but... Um, so they did the service later on in the day, but it was, uh, it was interesting. I mean, you know, um, we actually have, they started a church over there, a subsidiary of our church, and it's also called Greater Hope, like our church. So, and he was over there doing the dedication over there for the church. So. Uh, I still can't believe he went over there because I mean that's like a sixteen-hour flight. Yeah, yeah. But he said it, you know. Said, but there's one thing you can tell it's hot there, man, because they they're sweating <laughs> bullets over. There. <laughs> you know, right. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it, man, because everybody looked like they were sweating. So, but um, uh, but yeah. But what about yourself? Did you do anything exciting? Um, really, just work. Um, Saturday, my my good friend and publicist Portia. Green. She had her fiftieth birthday party, and I mean, Wait, hold, on, really... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta say this. Okay, now I love uh, you know, I love me some Portia. You know, Portia is cool, and happy mm-hmm. birthday, Portia. Uh, I said happy birthday tour online, happy birthday tour online, and everything at a party that I wasn't there at, but I won't say anything about that. Um, so... <laughs> well, Dave, you, you you were too busy. Remember? Were yeah. Busy. Anyway, 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 football was on. Uh, Football yeah, on. football was on. College yeah, okay. football, yeah. Yeah, football was on. Okay. So, but uh, I, I was just listening to how, how you spoke of Portia, you know, my good friend and, you know, all of this great superlatives. And so when somebody said, do you know David Cole? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's, what you, that's what you say. 
<laughs> well, no, I mean, normally I say David who? Oh, oh, oh Coker, <laughs> Coker, David yeah, Coker. Okay, yeah, yes, yeah, Dave Coker. See, this is the kind of stuff, this, this is what I'm talking about, but, you know, I get it. But go ahead, continue your story about your good friend, Portia. I mean, yeah, so, so my, my, thank my God good, I like Portia because yep. I wouldn't talk about her, you know. Yeah, so. I know. So my, my good, good friend, Portia <laughs> Green. So anyway, she had her 50th birthday party. Great event, great turnout, lots of fun. Yeah, I saw um, some of the videos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah look yeah, like y'all were having a good time. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was the bartender was very heavy handed, just like I like it. So I, I, everything was good. Everybody was tore up then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, people. You know, you you know how there's like a tipping point where people have just enough to have a great yeah. time. So yeah. I mean, that that's really what it looked like. Like people were just having a great time, great crowd. Mm. So um, yeah, you know, happy birthday to Portia. And it kind of made me think about, well, shoot, you know, my 50th is coming up in three years. What do I want mine to special? look like? What you say? You going to try to do something special for your 50th? Oh, definitely. You already know my birthday going to be at uh, GNR Campground. Everyone, come on down. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. All right. All right. Okay. Um, well, you know, that's good. I mean, it's always great when people... Um, get to see another year so congratulations to Portia. Um um you guys the same sign, right? Uh yeah, Libra. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or yeah, Libra, because it's not Scorpio season, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is now, right? Yeah. Uh, t- uh t- I don't know. You know, all, all I know is Libra. Okay. That's all I know. Yeah, I think it is now. So Okay. All right. Well that's cool. That's cool. Matter of fact, you know, it's funny. Somebody just hit me up and speaking. I'm going to change the subject real quick. But uh, somebody just hit me up on, um, sent me a, a note, and I saw it on Facebook. Did you know, did you ever go to the Beauty World store over there on in Crossroads Shopping Center? Where is Crossroads Shopping Center? On 273, where the dollar store is. Yeah, Community Plaza. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I said Crossroads. Okay. Community Plaza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They closed today at four o'clock. They closed for good. Good, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, they had everything in there seventy percent off. They said people were coming there with trash bags. Oh wow! Bags. <laughs> you know, I just felt you know, I just said wow, you know, because you know, that's probably the biggest. Um, that was probably the biggest store in this area, right? That did it. I mean, that store was there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been there a long time. Yeah, well, the, and they made a lot of money. I ain't gonna lie, they made a lot of money there. So, so I wonder, but, did they close or are they moving? Because no, they're uh, closing. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, they're going. They they decided to, to go out of business, and um, I guess they made all the money they wanted to make, and they closed the store. Because uh, I just found that out because a friend of mine who I. Uh, lives in Dover says she drove up from Dover because she had a relationship with the family to own it and she came up to say goodbye to them you know and she said when she got there she said she grabbed what she could but she said this store was empty man they they cleaned them out oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sure yeah so but you know you always have to you always think when you hear like that's a staple store it's been there for a long time you know when you hear that places like that are closing this mm-hmm. It's always sad because you can know that's like a changing type thing. 
you know, so changing of the guard type thing, you know, so I just wanted just, to mention uh, that. Yeah, so, but anyway, I guess we got some stories to talk about for today, so I guess we better go ahead and get started uh, with our stories. Um, hey, hold on. I don't even know what, what we're doing today as far as our stories are concerned. I didn't look. Oh, okay. All right. You know what? I didn't want to start. Did I want to start with that story? Hmm. Well, I mean, you want to skip well, it? No, go to no. We, I just mentioned the hair care, the beauty world place. So I'm going to go with the, the number two story first. Okay. You mean, okay. You see. Um, all right. Did you just change something? Mm-hmm. Leonard's over here playing with the, the lineup of our stories, people. I'm sorry. I'm going no. with the number three story first. Okay. All right. Well, good. Okay. Oh, my God. I'll tell you. It's hard. I didn't touch anything. Work. Dave, that, that was an order. When you came on, that was an order. Oh, my God. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I wanted to touch on this story. Um, we have talked about this a few different times. Uh, not this particular story, but um, the I'm going to say the subject of the story um, because of there's been a lot of things in the press about it, in the press about it, and so forth and so forth. But um, I wanted to bring this particular story up because I just happened to read this earlier. It said uh, they used chemical hair straighteners, then lost their ability to have children. And it says thousands of black women who have used L'Oreal, Revlon, and other companies allege hair products are responsible for uterine cancer and infertility. Now, we've talked about this a few times, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. But, you know, I just wanted to touch on it again because I know um, know a couple people who um, – have been really concerned and are looking to jump on the lawsuits that are going on and class action suits. And one of them being my ex-wife who um, developed um, um, cancer, um, breast cancer, and um, has some issues with uterine cancer as well. I had to, you know, and um, the, um, and she was one that used to use a lot of these products, you know, especially L'Oreal. I remember that. So <clears throat> I, I wanted to read this real quick. It says, from the time she got married in 2021, Kenya Appling had looked forward to having a child. That dream was crushed four months after her wedding when Appling, 42 years old, was diagnosed with uterine cancer and at the advice of her doctor underwent a hysterectomy as well as chemotherapy and radiation. It was really devastating and I could not come to terms with it for a while, she said. Immediately after service uh, surgery, I kind of locked myself off. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to be around anyone even though I knew that I needed help because I couldn't do a lot of things on my own. It was really heartbreaking, heartbreaking. 
Applin, who says her, her doctor told her she did not have any established risk factors before her diagnosis, believed the cancer was caused by harmful ingredients in the chemical hair straightening straightener she used uh, monthly since childhood. She is among thousands of Black women who have sued L'Oreal, Revlon, and other makers of chemical hair straighteners, alleged, alleging the company's cause um, the company's products caused them irreparable harm and serious injuries. Chief among those injuries for many of them is devastating loss of the ability to have children. I still have moments to this day where I wonder what it would been what it had been like just to be pregnant, just to feel the kick of a baby, Athlink said. And I'll never have those moments for the rest of my life. I'm going to stop there. Like I said, we've talked about these, this before. You know, when, when you hear someone talk like this about these chemicals and everything, it really makes you feel for that person. And, um, you know, and especially since I know, you know, um, you know, I, I, I'm trying to get my ex to get involved in this class action suit because I really feel that her issues might have had something to do with this as well. And I've heard a couple other women say the same thing. It's tough. It's it's scary that you think about it. You're using hair products, and it's causing all this damage. What's your thoughts on what's your thoughts on on this? Uh, uh, has has it has have you heard anybody or know anybody that been affected this way, or have you heard anybody talking about the stories? I know we've covered it a few times, but have you since you, we've covered it? Have you heard anybody talk about it that you personally know? No, um, actually, I I have not heard anybody talk about it. But, you know, I think... And a lot I, I of mean, people still don't know, Leonard. I'll be yeah. honest with you. A lot of them yeah, still no. don't know. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think to be, I think it's just one of those things where stuff we put in our hair, stuff we put on our skin, stuff we drink, stuff we eat, stuff that we breathe, you know, 10, 20 years from now, there's a lot of stuff we're going to find out is harmful, like um, uh, Roundup. You know, like we hear about Roundup and we, you know, we hear about certain like cheap like uh, and i'll just say makeups coming and and products coming from china that aren't you know approved so i to be honest i think this is just going to be a thing that happens and unfortunately you know some stuff we'll never know so it's like okay somebody gets cancer you know a lot of times people just think they just got it naturally where they might have been you know might because they had bologna sandwiches every day growing up you know like you know, I, I, I don't know. I think some stuff is hard to tell, but hearing um, the part that you read about the lady, you know, I definitely, um, you know, I mean, it, it's sad because if you can pinpoint it to something that, you know, a product that should have been safe and wasn't, and it caused you not to be able to have kids, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, that could be a crazy lawsuit, you know, like, what what is the value of a child, or you know, not being able to have a child when you could have been able to have? 
Yeah, and think about it. She just got married. And then found out four months after she got married that she couldn't have kids. That's crazy, you know. And, you know, and I'm sure, I mean, she didn't, it didn't mention it right there in the part that I read. I wanted to read that part for particularly, but it didn't mention it right there. You imagine what her husband must have went through while she was going through that? Right. Because them hysterectomies, man, they're, they're no joke if uh, you're, you know, if you don't have, because it really affects you in the mental, uh, it really affects your mental. I mean, it really does. Run. My mm-hmm. ex-wife had a hysterectomy. She wasn't the same afterwards. I will say that. She wasn't. And she'll tell you that herself. She has a story about, she has a testimony about it herself, about how she had, it took her a long time to bounce back from it, you know. Um, it was another part in here where it was talking about uh, another woman says she had gone under 25 rounds of radiation treatment and started hormone therapy, which she said she would have had to continue for 10 years later, <laughs> 10 years, you know, to try to clear this up. Um, it's, it's, um, it's really a shame. And and you did hit the nail. You kind of hit the nail on the nose with the stuff we breathe and the stuff we use and all of that kind of stuff. Because you know another big class action suit going on right now is that whole Camp Lejeune right. um, situation. And another one of our listeners, I think I mentioned this to you, husband died from stuff that he might have got over there at Camp Lejeune, and. um you know, then you got the coal miners and the, you know, uh, you know, with the uh, black uh, lung diseases and stuff, yeah. you know. So uh, then DuPont, you know, they made a movie about what DuPont yeah. did with the Teflon stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot, man. It really is. And we just have to be real careful because, you know, at one point during the 70s and the 80s, the perm thing for men and women was was big, you know. Um, going into you know the most of the eighties and you know the beginning of the nineties, it started to die off a little bit afterwards. But you know, we're not even talking about the Jerry curls and all that kind of stuff. You know, that also was products that were being used. Yeah. So, and, and Dave, Dave, I mean, there's likely you know even now. The cell phones, you know, like then they say like, we don't know what, we don't know what these phones are doing to us every day. Five G, the Wi Fi, yeah. you know, we we won't know till later. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that'd be when we were all deaf and can't hear and all that kind of stuff, you know. So, and between in the earphones and all that stuff that we're putting in our ears, you know, like you got in yours. Uh, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I don't got nothing in my ear now. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. So. So, but um, I'd be really interested in hearing from some of the women who listen to the show, your thoughts on this whole thing. If you are aware of what's really going on with these um, findings as far as the the hair, the hair products and so forth. And I wonder what's going on. Uh, You know, it'd be, you know, of course, you never because it's hard to get any of these companies to to uh, comment on these type of things when they come up. But I would love to hear from a Revlon or L'Oreal, you know, to see what they have to say about that stuff. 
Um, because it seems to be affecting, you know, of course, the black community way more than the other communities, you know? Yeah. So, um, but I just wanted to bring it to the forefront again because I think it's something that we need to pay attention to and we need to put it out there to help educate some of the people who may not know about it. So, if you are listening to this and hearing this for the first time, um, and you've had some issues that you're not too concerned, you know, I mean, that you wasn't too sure about, you might want to get this checked out and just kind of follow up with due diligence. Okay. Um, just wanted to bring that up again. You know, when I saw the story, I just wanted, you know, we, you know, we're actually folks, you know, about to start our third year doing this, doing this show. And over the last couple of years, we've kind of, there's some things that we've talked about on a, multi, on a couple of different occasions that we repeated because we felt it was important to do so. And this is one of those subjects I really felt strongly about, you know, because it's, it, it's hit close to home for me and um, just wanted to put it out there for everybody again. All right. All right. Uh, Moving on to the next story. Um, let's see. Um, we're going to go to our favorite track star. Uh, <laughs> Shakari Richardson. And okay, you, you, you better not let her, her hear you say that. What, our favorite track star? Yeah, because you, you know that one interview, she's like... Uh... Shakari, Shakari, Shakari. That's what I just said. Shakari. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't say Shakari. I said Shakari. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't want her mess. I don't want her beat me up. So, or come running all over me. So, anyway, um, you know, we, you know, there was a period in time that almost every time we heard about her, it was something negative that was going on with her. And so forth and so forth. Well, this past year, man, she has totally had a resurgence and a rebirth in the track and yeah. field scene. You and I have talked about her a couple times. She's been running. She's won almost every race that she participated in this year. And she just turned her herself around when it came to track and field. It's a shame that this is not the Olympic year because guys, if this was the Olympic year, man, she'd probably be out there killing right about now, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, Ho but, hopefully um, she can maintain this positive. Yeah, I know. Cause we, momentum you know, she's doing. that's the only thing when you peak too soon in track and field, man, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to get it back. I mean, let's hope that she can keep her conditioning. And apparently she's in, excuse me. Apparently she's in a good head space. And that makes all the difference in the world. Right. Um, but I wanted to say, uh, this is what I brought it up for. It says track and field world champion Shakari Richardson is one of 11 women up for the 2023 Women's uh, World Athlete of the, of the Year Award. The World Athlete of the Year nominees were released and the nominations reflect some of the standout performances achieved at the World Athletic Championships 
in Budapest in 2023. One day, meeting circuits, label road races, and other events around the world per the organization's website. Richardson is being recognized for her standout performance at the World Athletic Championships with gold in the 100 meters and bronze in the 200 meters. Other nominees uh, for the World Athlete Woman of the Year, uh, there's quite a few of them, but I know this Sharika Jackson is one. Of course, we know who she is. Um, Femke um, Bull, I know who she is. She's a um, long-distance runner. Um, there's a lot of them that you might not know the names, but if you saw them, you probably know who they were if you're big track and field um, fans. The winner will be announced um, December the 11th. And then... Um, in related news, a track in Dallas School District in the Dallas School District uh, has been named after Richardson as well. Who would have ever thought that would have happened in you know a couple of years ago with all mm-hmm. that was going on with her? So I just wanted to say you know give give props when props are due because you know you and I are both track and field fans. And, you know, we had our comments about Carrie Richardson over the last couple of years, you know, and especially when it came to her battles with the Jamaicans and everything. And even her, her whole attitude has changed. Even like, you know, she, she just seems like a whole different person now. And she definitely is running a lot better. I mean, you know, um, her races, like you watch her, you know, she might have a little slow start, but she's been running people down at the end. I mean, yes, it's yeah. just incredible, man. So I'm I'm glad to see that she's turned herself around, that she's getting the honors that she deserves, um, that she has a shot at winning this award. That would be very big, especially going into Olympic year. And hopefully she can carry everything into the Olympic year next year. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think I think she is definitely um, on top of the world right now. And hopefully she stays healthy and stays motivated. And what I think Olympic trials are probably about six, seven months away. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, um, right now, you know, everyone's rooting for her. So, hopefully the pressure and, you know, really just staying healthy, you know, hopefully she can do that. Yeah. That's the whole key of staying healthy. I wonder if she's doing any indoor running this season. Um, um, or maybe she'll, maybe she'll relax and take a break, but she can't take too much time off because, you know, you got to stay on, you got to stay in tip top form and that, you know, especially sprinters do, you know, right. so, so, but, um, Want to say congratulations to her, and just let her know that we, you know, that we're watching, we're appreciating what we see, and just keep up the good work. So, okay, uh, you want to do your story? Yeah. So the the next story is really just a feel good story that I saw, and um, when I saw the heading, I it, it just made me curious to see what the whole story was about. So um, it says six 
um, six sisters who have been homeless for over a decade are now becoming nurses. So this story is, is out of New York. Um, it's about the Lawrence sisters. They're actually out in New York City. And um, they're now on their dream of becoming nurses after facing nearly a decade of being homeless. And basically what happened was in 2013, the um, the family, so the sisters and their mother and the father, they lost their home in Queens, New York, and they had to move in with a relative and friends, you know, during that 10 year period. Um, one of the sisters says that, you know, everything was very challenging. There were lots of very bumpy and depressing times. And even though they did not have their own place to live and, you know, um, stable housing, the father was focused on education. So he made sure that everybody got their GED. From getting their GED um, in 2019, they all attended Nassau Community College and later graduated from SUNY Old Westbury with a bachelor's degree in public health this past May. Now, they, believe it or not, all six sisters whose ages range from 19 to 25 um, just got started this August, and they're going to be at um, SUNY, which is what, State State University of New York, Downstate Health Sciences University campus, and they all plan on pursuing nursing afterwards. So, you know, I, I think it's kind of cool because it, it sounds like they, you know, they all got their GEDs at the same time. So, you know, that's like teamwork. And now they're all going to become nurses, which, you know, they can really lean on each other, you know, to kind of get through nursing school and all that. But, you know, I just thought it was a, a great story, a feel good story. What What are your thoughts? I think it's, I think it's great. And, and, you know, I think it's a, it's something that is almost Hollywood movie type, you know, especially if right. they become nurses. Or if they, or even if they go further, you know, um, it's it just shows you what what we can do when we have um, determination, um, when we don't want to fail, when we have the people behind us. Excuse me, when we have the people behind us who um, who push us and everything like that. Um, and when you look at these girls, I mean, you know, you can definitely tell they're sisters too, man. They all look alike, don't they? Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. Um, they, they all they, got that look. Yeah. And, and I just think that they, you know, it, it, and they probably have that bond that, that just helps them to, um, to believe in each other and do the things that they have to do. In order to push each other and make it ha- uh, make it happen, so um, I'm um, you know, and I think I heard something about this story on the radio. I think uh, Amanda Seals talked about this story, um, so um, so I think I am a little bit familiar with the story. So that's just an awesome that's an awesome thing. My hats right. off to him. Kudos to him. And as a, a former um, instructor in the medical field. Um, you know, right now, you know, that's a very good field to go into because there's still a shortage of nurses um, 
and and they're needed every day because of you know the pandemic wiped out a lot of the nursing field. We really did. A lot of people left. A lot of well, older nurses retired. Um, mm-hmm. Then there were some nurses who came in, and I think we even talked about them before that were uh, that became nurses but weren't accredited. You know, they cheated to get. Right. You know, get the jobs oh, yeah. or whatever. And certifications. Yeah. So, you know, so they really we really need nurses and and we need um nurses of color, you know, who you know we need them anyway, you know. So that's good. That's good. So my hat's off to that family and to those girls and just keep up the good work and and, and don't don't say you can't do because of your circumstances say you can do because of your circumstances you know and that's that's what they did um i these this kind of story i hear every day about people being homeless and 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 you know down on their luck as far as you know their situations are concerned but some of those people that i talk to that are in those situations they have a plan and no matter what, what may be temporarily um, in their way, they're not going to let it stop them. Right. So, right. Yeah. So great job. Great job. All right. Uh, what we got next here? We got them. Most popular African-American baby names. Yeah. I, I thought this was cool. Uh, I wanted to bring this up because this seems this list seems to be an ever changing list anymore. Have you noticed that 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 the names have kind of you know at one time you know you had certain names that always were going to be popular. Like right. my name was always going to be a popular name. It doesn't even make the list anymore. By the way, oh no, it really doesn't. Yeah, um, you know, and um, so when I kind of I kind of saw this earlier in the day, and I said oh, I'm going to talk about that later. So let me read this first. It says, we got them. Um, we got them the most popular African-American baby names. It says, choosing the name for your baby is one. Hold on. Choosing the name for your baby is one of the most important uh, decisions you'll make as a parent. It is. It's a way to give your child a unique identity and honor your family's culture, heritage, as, and, and heritage. As um, African-American parents, we often choose names that reflect our cultural traditions and values as well as our personal preferences. In recent years, specific names have become increasingly popular among American African, African-American families, while others have stood the test of time. Um Whether you're looking for a class, a classic name, or or a trendy name, there are some of the most popular African American baby names to consider for your little ones. Now, here are the most popular names for boys. Um, Aiden heard that name a lot. That's that has become very popular. Hold on, these are black names. Yeah, Aiden. Yeah, that's a black name. You never heard that name before? 
I mean, have you ever seen Sex in the City? Yeah, I know. I know there's an Aiden on there, but that was by accident. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, of course, the biblical names are always going to be there. We got Elijah. We got Isaiah. Josiah. Jaden. That's my son's name. Um, of course, there's various spellings of the name Jaden. This one happens to be, this one has gotten popular all of a sudden. Uh, J-Y-D-E-N. My um, son's spelling is J-Y-D-O-N. Um, then we got Michael. Michael's always going to be around because of Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan. Those are That's the reason that name has always stayed popular. Malik is a popular name. Xavier. Caden. Carter. Mason. Caleb. Another biblical name. Jeremiah, another biblical name. Amir Jackson. J A X O N. Jaden, the classic way of spelling J A D E N. Isaiah, Ethan, Noah, and Cameron. So there's a lot of Bible, biblical names there. Yeah. Uh, quite a few of them. When we go to the baby girls, we got Ava, Aria, Riley, Zoe, Layla, Skylar, Camila, Mila, Genesis, Kennedy. Kennedy? That that a black name? Um, I, I actually know a couple of Kennedys. Uh, oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Victoria? Amari, Aaliyah, Nia, or Naya, uh, Amani, Zuri. <laughs> That's it. Somebody been watching Black Panther a lot, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, Serenity, Jayla, um, Brielle, and Jocelyn. Um, now, also, what's become pretty interesting is now we have unisex names that have become very popular. Um, now, you're going to find one really interesting when I say this particular name. Uh, Jordan, Avery, Taylor, Morgan, Riley, Logan, Cameron, Sydney. Quincy. There it is. <laughs> Isn't that a strange name to have on this list? Yeah, it is. Have you ever met a girl named Quincy? No. no. I know I haven't. The other names, I think, yeah, the other names I don't have a problem with. But Quincy? As a unisex name, right? Okay, well, I figure I figure you like that since you know you have you have somebody named Quincy. <laughs> uh, the... Yeah, Parker, Drew, Casey, Ty, Justice, Phoenix, Skyler, Amari, Dakota, Sage. And Tatum. 
Now, it says here, there, there are many factors that go into choosing the perfect name for your baby, from culture and family tradition to personal preferences and trends. African-American parents have a wide range of names to choose from, and the popularity of these names may vary depending on religion, I mean, region, culture, and time period. However, the names on this list represent some of the most beloved beloved and enduring names in African-American culture, as well as some newer names that have gained popularity in recent years. Whether you choose a classic name or a more unique one, the most important thing is to choose a name that you and your child will love for years to come. Now, have your kids, either one of your kids, ever come up to you and say, I don't like my name, or why did you name me this? No. Really? No. That's interesting. Yeah, now, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm surprised. Now, I, I'm wondering if I named my son Leonard, whether he would have <laughs> had any objections about that. But no, uh, I mean, they're, they're and you know, it, it's funny because I feel like my kids like their names. And I mean, of course, you know, you always feel like their name fits them after years and years and years and years. But you know, to me, like when I look at them, like their names just fit. Well, you know, I guess we all tend to think that too. I mean, when I think about my kids, the the uh, the only one I I know, I only really had uh, my three kids. The only one I really had any real to say so over the name was my my oldest child, my daughter, mm-hmm. because she's at the name. After me, you know, her name is Davina. Um, well, it's a combination of her mother's name and my name, but right. you know, but the other two were the uh, their mother, my ex wife, um, named them, and it was you know, I so when I always get, well, how come you didn't name them, you know, how come one of your boys wasn't named after you? And I said, well, first of all. I don't think I would have ever did that because I wouldn't have wanted to do that because I had one of the most common names that was ever named on earth. Yep. Coker. Uh, I get it. David. No, David. Is <laughs> not Coker. I think I had a David in my class just about every year I was in school. Oh, I'm, all, <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, that is not on the top 100 name list now. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that, that name is more old school. You know, more old school than uh, uh, Elijah and Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Come on now, those are all those are old names. <laughs> yeah, but I just say it in terms of you know I think all these names all go in uh, cycles. So like Dave, Dave and David is just not the cycle we're in now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> like you're welcome. Uh, like Leonard, like Leonard. Oh, I mean, to be honest, I don't know where Leonard came from. Leonard, Leonard's not in that cycle. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> Leonard is like an anomaly. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, well, both of us have those. I mean, they're pretty old names. And, you know, uh, it's not names you're going to go out of your way. Less, the only ties to either your name or my name nowadays is if you want to name it after somebody particular. Right. Okay. It's not, it's not a name that's, it's not the, the popular thing to do now, you know? So, um, but anyway, I, I just thought it was interesting 
to bring up those names because now, and I see it all the time, man. When I, you know, in my line of work, when I have to look at a application, <laughs> excuse me, if I have to look at an application and um um or or, or renewal in my job. And I get to see the names of the that the parents are giving their kids, man. I'm telling you, some of these names, man. I'm telling you, and you can tell a lot of them are made up. You know, mm-hmm. Sidori. Well, look, Sidori or you know, um, Bumshika or something like that. But you know, it's all made up. You know, names. So, um, but it's good to see that we still have some good names that are just popular, right? Okay. All right, but I just—I'm sure that people will have comments about that as far as the names of their kids or when they think about themselves. So I just wanted to uh, say, I uh, just wanted to put it out there that there are some names that are still very popular that are still being given to young children, uh, newborns, and everything. So um, let us know if you have any of those names as well. All right. And are we at Dave's Corner? We're at Dave's Corner. Let's go. Uh, okay. All right. Len- Leonard's favorite part, guys. Did you hear how excited he sounded just then? Okay. All right. So Dave's Corner. This is this is a this is a question that um will make you think a little bit, and I'm curious to see what you're going to say. By the way, it says. You find a box that was in your basement that you open and find a note from your grandparents who recently passed away that said one of these things in this box could bring you great wealth. Which item do you choose? And these are the items that were in the box. Um, a painting by a famous up-and-coming artist. Um, B, that was A, B, five old $100 bills. C, a map that takes you to a location in Egypt. And D, a lottery ticket from a year ago that had the winning numbers on it. Now, those are your four choices. Your grandparents said that one of the, if you choose one of these items, it would give you great wealth. Which one of these items are you choosing? So I'm probably going to choose. No, 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 no. I know, right? Okay. Because my, my number one choice, I don't think it's legitimate. So I may wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. How are you gonna make a statement like that and not say what your number one choice is? Well well let me say what my choice would be and then I'll tell you okay. why I, I didn't right. pick. Okay. All so right. my pick would probably be I'm gonna go on the little bit of a daring side. It's gonna be the map to Egypt. 
No, I no. knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna pick that. I did. I did. I said, "Let mm-hmm. us go pick this map." I know it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So, so why so do you my, think that my, my number one choice? So I, well, process elimination. My number one choice was a lottery ticket, uh-huh. but then I—that's too easy, right? It's not even as too easy, but you know, you know, I don't, I don't. Can you win with winning numbers when they've already moved on from the lottery? So, like, if you, you win no, that, you have up in, you have up until a year. There's a statute of limitations that come with the lottery ticket. So, if you claim if you claim it within a certain period of time, yes, you can still use that ticket. Okay, I was just wondering because if they have a billion dollar lottery and you don't turn in your ticket, and then it goes to one point five billion, and someone turns in the ticket and wins all the money. Can you still come back after them and get that billion? Um, you can if you don't if if it's within a certain period of time. Okay, that ticket see. is still that ticket is still good. Um, up until the expiration date of the ticket, so you're still supposed to be able to get your money. So a billion dollars would be seven hundred and seven hundred and something thousand dollars. Yeah. So okay. So in that case, I, I mean seven hundred. I, I mean seven hundred. You said billion. Seven hundred and something million dollars. That's okay. Um, here <laughs> says here says in Delaware you have one year the date of the draw, and so right. Yeah, it's a year. Okay. So right, what about you, you, Dave? You find a box in the basement that you open. Wait, hold, and you find... hold on. No, mm-hmm. I just want to know why the map. Well, and actually, I don't even know if the map would be a choice, but you know, Egypt. But it, you know, Egypt it, is Egypt, one of the places. Egypt makes it. Egypt makes it interesting, right? It does. It's one of the places on my bucket list. But you know, like I see in the movies, when you dig up those artifacts. You know, they all go to the museums. Like, I don't know if you can claim them for yourselves unless you're like a a a, a tomb raider. But if they go to the museum, uh, and you're the one that found it, they have to pay you for it. Yeah, but if you find it on, you know, if you find it on um, owned property, you know what I mean. I mean. We we may have to Google how that works. Eh, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I can see why you would choose it though, because it yeah. would be intriguing. It would be intriguing, and you know, you figure when you look at all the movies and everything, it's always in Egypt that see like this kind of stuff happens, right? You know. So, uh, well, with me, I know you were going to ask me what my choice would be. Um. Uh, I, I already know you're going with the, the five $100 bills. No, I'm going with the lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I'm going with the lottery ticket. The Egypt thing is intriguing, though, because I really feel that there would be something good at the end. Um, um, and then, of course, you know, a painting by an up-and-coming artist, you know, of course, you know, we know how famous, if that person really got famous, we know that each time that person sells something, that, that painting gets even more and more, you know, valuable. Um, the five old $100 bills, I think I read somewhere that 
depending on what year those bills came from, they're worth a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So, um, but not enough to compete. I don't think enough to compete with the the other choices right. <laughs> in my book. So, so, but there you have it. That was the uh, question for the day. What would you guys do? What would you guys uh, pick? Um, you know, let us know, um, you know, as you always do and kind of give us your view on how you would deal with that particular question. All right. Well, all right. I guess we're at the end of the show. Um, anything going on this week for you? Um, so this week, no, just, you know, a, a regular old week at part-time Uber driver, part-time plantation worker, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, a lot of people would like to have a piece of your plantation. So, you know, so just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but, um, yeah, I know the weather's supposed to change. We got Halloween. Oh, are you doing anything for Halloween with the kids? Uh, nope, not a thing. Okay, all right, okay, all right. In, in, in fact, I'll I'll be in class tomorrow. So. Oh, okay, all right. So you yeah. ain't gonna be home, huh? Nope. Okay, okay. Well, we want to say uh, happy Halloween. Oh, well, you know, happy Halloween to everybody. You know, and we just want to make sure that everybody uh, enjoys um, trick or treating and everything, and and. Uh, Please be safe out there and make sure the kids candy is safe and everything. And I guess we'll, we will definitely uh, get back to you with the weekend roundup. And I guess that's it for tonight. So have a great night, everyone. Join us next week for another edition of news and trends with your host, Dave and Lynn, 